This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. I last spoke to Amanda Blankfield Kossop on my show in November 2019, when she was about to launch her debut music album, Songs from the Stage and Silver Screen. Amanda has since launched her second album, Journeys of Love, and she joins me now to tell me about what we can expect from her latest collection. Amanda, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much, Cherise. Um, Amanda, firstly, what was the reception to your first album? Yeah, so the first album has got all the, the classics, you know, the songs that everyone um, knows from musical theatre and from the movies. So um, people were saying that it was interesting to hear my interpretation of it and they enjoyed, you know, the variety of songs. And, you know, there were songs like uh, Memory and If I Loved You and um, The Miserable we had on my own and I Dreamed a Dream. So those kind of classic songs that everyone covers, basically. So that was very well received. And um, then for the second album, we went for something a bit different and songs that aren't as well known. Some of them are still classics, but some of them are not as well known. And then some reinterpretations of songs in a totally different style. So that's what we've been working on with the second album. Amanda, before we go into the songs and how and why you chose them, can you just tell me a little bit about um, what it go, what goes into putting an album together? What, technically, how does it happen? So firstly, it's um, choosing the songs and rehearsing them to a point where they're ready to be recorded. So that's the first challenge. <laughs> then once you've got that, then booking the studio and then going into studio and getting musical direction to uh, make sure that what you wanted it to sound like is how it sounds. And then editing it afterwards, just going through it and listening to it and saying, okay, no, we can redo that. You know, that needs to be done differently or that doesn't sound as good or we can mix it in a different way. So the the person who is the producer is also very important because they need to know what style you're looking for and what kind of sound you want. So it's quite um, technical in that way. And it's quite exhausting, actually. <laughs> it sounds like all fun and games, but you you really concentrate. The whole time you're in studio, you pay per hour and you have to make sure that you maximize your time and get as much done as you can, but you don't, um, you know, get bogged down in the details that you only do like one song in the whole time that you're there. But then you also don't want to rush through it and then get um, quality that is not to your standard. So it's a balancing act between those two things. And your producer, you choose your producer. And what is the relationship between a singer and a producer? So it's very important to get a producer that you trust. Because you're going to be spending a lot of time with them, number one. And number two, if they don't get what you're trying to do, then it's not going to come across in the way that you like. So it's important to have that relationship and to also know that they are very professional and they've done, you know, many albums before. So they've got experience. Like I wouldn't go to a, a beginner and try and, you know, start working on an album, you know, from scratch like that because then it will take a lot longer. It will be more frustrating. So definitely going with someone who's got the experience is um, key. And then also having the relationship is important. Yeah, it sounds like a very intense process. So somebody you like as well probably does help. Amanda, then you, you, you choose the song. Do you, how do you go about even doing that? Well, so basically when I've been working on songs, I, I've got a repertoire of songs that I do. And then we had to go through that list and see which ones would fit on this album. So some songs I wanted to put on the album and they didn't fit with the genre and what we were doing. So we said, no, leave those out. Like there were two or three songs that, that almost made it on. And then we listened to it and we're like, no, but it doesn't fit what we're doing here. It doesn't really 
um, go with the flow of this. So those will go in another album another time. So it doesn't mean we're not going to do them. It just means that they need to be in a different kind of album. So that's what's the key because you can't have a song that suddenly jumps out at you and sounds totally different to the other songs on the album. So that's a bit of a balancing act. And then obviously the songs that I'm singing, all of them are songs that I, I love. So that part of it was, was, you know, the easy part. But then the hard part is how do you make sure that they fit together, that when you play track to track, it sounds like it, it flows. It should all be on the same album. You're a soprano. Does that limit you to the kinds of songs you can sing? I wouldn't say it limits me, but I definitely have to make sure that I don't um, go into a direction that's, that does not suit me. So if, let's say rock or like heavy metal kind of singing. That just wouldn't suit me. I wouldn't be able to do it. It would sound stupid. So I don't do that. You know, you have to choose what you can do and what is good for your voice. So I'm more into the easy listening kind of more, is it like ethereal, um, angelic kind of sound? Like that is more what I am, but I can do more of the jazzy stuff, which is what I'm actually working now, working on now for my next albums is, you know, going to a different direction and, and seeing what else my voice can do and working on different styles. So some styles definitely not going to go there, like rock. This is not for me. But then there are other styles that I can get to with, even with the soprano voice. I can still expand my range and go lower and do more kind of soul music. So I wouldn't say it's limiting. You just have to make sure that you do something that suits you. With your your new genre, Journeys of Love, it sounds almost like it's a very, very open theme, love. Uh, uh, there's almost nothing I can think of that can, doesn't go in. Okay, that's a bit of an early situation. You go back right until, you know, from opera to modern music. Do you want to talk about some of the tracks that you've chosen? Yes, yeah, so what I wanted to do is, the reason that I said Journeys of Love is I wanted to have different um, eras, different styles, different um, artists that I would be covering. And Journeys of Love covered it all because the love journey can be a happy journey, can be a sad journey, can be a journey that ends in loss, can be a journey that ends in um, anticipation, excitement. There's so many different things that go into love. As you say, it, it does cover a lot. So that's why I chose that as the the album title. And the songs like, um, you know, as we said, the opera number from, you know, centuries ago. <laughs> and then there's songs that are from modern day, like Hamilton. So it, it covers all different eras and different genres, but it, the nice thing about it is that the common theme is love. So like if you look at Bring Him Home, which is the song that um, you guys are going to play after this interview, it's a song that is usually sung by a, by a man about a boy who he's trying to save. And now it's me as a woman singing it. So it gives it a totally different interpretation as a woman singing it. And then a song like With You, which is from Ghost the Musical, it's all about loss. And then a house is not a home is loss of a different kind. It's a, a fight in a, a couple and the one person is, has left the house and, she's, and the person says it's not a home anymore with you not here. And then things like burn from Hamilton where, you know, this woman has been scorned and she's found these love letters that her husband has written his, his lover and, and she's just totally destroyed by it. So, and then things like no one is alone, which is more uh, like a, nurturing song of a person who has to now look after a child whose parents have disappeared in the woods because it's from into the woods by Sondheim. So the stories are all very different. Um, but the nice thing about it is that that emotion of love is still there. Even if it is the love of loss or the love of anticipation, they're all different kinds of love. What was it like doing a album during COVID? 
So that was a bit challenging. It was a bit scary. Um, made sure that we were all wearing our masks when we were together and that we had um, sanitizers and temperature checks and all of that every time we went to studio. But it's still worrying because you, you don't know what's in the air. You don't know what's been there before. And that's why I always try to book in the morning to make sure I was the first person in the studio. I thought it was a bit safer than going after anyone else had been in there. Because, you know, when you're singing, there's a lot of um, <laughs> air particles, you know, uh, saliva and whatever that is around. You don't know what happens to that stuff. So it's a bit scary. Um, singing does spread things further than speaking. So definitely it was a bit of a concern, but luckily we were careful and cautious and we were all fine. Amanda, I, I know I've spoken often on the show about how music for me captures the spirit. You, you, there's a song for every mood that we're feeling. Music has the ability to alter moods. It, it, it's almost like, you know, the most positive drug you could possibly take. Uh, do you find during COVID more people have turned to music? Yes, definitely. I definitely have. I find that music can change your mood from something, you know, to polar opposite. You can be depressed and listen to a song and be happy and vice versa. So music definitely is very important. And I think during COVID, people are turning to it more. And people also are exploring their own versions of expressing their, themselves. So some people might choose music to do that. Others might choose poetry. You know, there's different creative ways to express yourself. But I think during this time, people are realizing that we need to start looking inward and finding our own internal resources and strength to get us through and to, you know, change the way that we've lived because the old normal wasn't actually that great. If we come to think about it, you know, people were, you know, running around going crazy not having any time to reflect or to have any quiet time of their minds, you know, peace of mind and things like that. So it's very important um, to do that and to have that, that inner peace. And I think that's what music can bring as well. Amanda, how would people get hold of your album or learn more about it? So it's on iTunes and it's on um, Amazon Music and Spotify. It's one of those major um, places where you can download music. I've also got CDs, so people can contact me for that. And the best place to find me is my Facebook page, which is Musical Adventures of Amanda the Sunset Blonde. I love that, Amanda. Amanda, you've chosen the song we're going to play out with. Um, do you want to tell me why you chose that song? So the song Bring Him Home is a beautiful song. It's all about pleading for this boy to be saved because the the person who's singing it is really saying this this is a young person, they've got their whole lives ahead of them. You know, don't let them have um, their lives cut short. You know, we are begging you for mercy, please make it happen. And he's praying to God for that. And I just found that especially because we're on high FM, it would be a, a good idea to have a song that is that has a spiritual element to it and that is about redemption and about mercy and all of us are looking for that. You know, we all want God to protect us and to save us. So that's why I chose Bring Him Home. Well, on that incredibly beautiful note, Amanda, good luck with your new album. And we will be playing out with Bring Him Home. Thank you. Thank you to all of you for joining me. A special thanks to Busy Masinga for producing the show. If there's anything on the show you would like to comment on, you're welcome to send me an email on sharice at sajbd.org. Until next week, Shabbat Shalom.
Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008.